0: This
1: is MindSpeak. Everything you thought you knew about health is about to be turned on its head. I'm Holly Higgins, a nutritional therapy practitioner, and I'm here to show you how your mind can heal your body, your body can heal your mind, and no matter what you've been told, you are in the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. Welcome to the show. Today we are talking about probiotics specifically for mood. We're talking about the gut-brain connection, how gut health influences your mental health, and what role probiotics play in that. And I have a very special guest on today. We have Sylvia Hall. Sylvia is the co-founder of Lifted. And she's the creator of multiple probiotics designed to decrease anxiety and enhance mood. She lives in Kansas city with her family of two kids, two dogs, one cat, and one husband. Gotta love it. And she co-hosts the lifted life podcast. She's another podcast host with her husband and fellow co-founder Tim. And Sylvia is wildly optimistic about our capacity to feel better. So, my kind of person.
0: Sylvia, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Holly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to dig in and show these listeners our silly side. Yes,
1: <laughs> and we're both silly, so this is going to be a fun episode. <laughs> Add that to the bio, right? <laughs> silly Sylvia. <laughs> it started already. Um, man, there's so much we can talk about because you and I have a lot in common, but Sylvia, I know in your company, Lifted Naturals, you create high quality probiotics and supplements that are specifically targeted for mood. And I do want to talk more about that in a minute, but I know that you weren't always the owner, the co-founder of a probiotic company. So can you tell us more about your personal story and how you became obsessed with probiotics?
0: Yeah, of course. Thank you. So. I do like to say I've always been entrepreneurial. So the fact that I came up with this product that is very much a solution doesn't actually surprise me. Now, the fact that it's going so well, I'm really excited about. Um, But prior to Lifted, I was always um, sure about a couple of things. I wanted to stay home with my kids because I have a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old. And I also knew I didn't want to, quote unquote, just stay home with them. I believe Running a home, whether you have children or not, is a full-time job. I believe having children could be a full-time job. And yet there's something so necessary for me to create outside of just the family and the home. And so for me, that looked a lot like uh, a jewelry business and then a coaching practice. And then that kind of morphed into the idea for a product-based business. Um, I've always incorporated my personal struggles and passions with my my business ideas, so to speak. So with jewelry, I was stamping inspirational phrases onto metal. And then, uh, with lifted, it was something that I had just been struggling with a lot of anxiety. And I just kept thinking, this isn't natural. This isn't right. This, there's Mm -hmm. no way I just was put on this earth to just struggle and suffer. And it led me down this rabbit hole of the gut brain connection. And very much found myself being called out because I had been on a very, very much what I like to call, um, an all carb diet, (laughs) something Uh, I don't really recommend. Um, but most of my twenties, it was a very, very high carb diet. And I'm not talking about those good carbs, no sweet potatoes in there. I'm talking about (laughs) the processed ones. And I think more than anything, my microbiome took this huge hit of, of just processed foods, um, sugars, and just my my microbiome was out of balance. I was really backed up, and I just thought it was normal. I didn't think it was anything unusual. But when I was really at a couple of my low lows, which included, um, which we can dive into a little later, but some serious postpartum depression and anxiety after my second child, and then another serious wave of trauma. I, I'm now identifying it as this PTSD from a, a health scare that I had. Um, so we can definitely dig into those, but I had two really dark nights of the soul and it was one of those things where it's like, okay, I've, I've been through this and I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And now I want to share, share this because I am so sensitive that I was able to, um, take kind of my ideas of entrepreneurship and take my ability to guinea pig myself with different probiotics and say, oh my gosh, I really do feel a difference. And that was where the idea of Lifted started was simply not seeing a product that I felt like needed to exist.
1: That's amazing. And, and you and I have that in common too, just being kind of like, you know, massive dark nights of the soul, figuring out how to get ourselves out of that hole and then turning around and saying, well, this didn't exist for me, like who I needed and what I needed didn't exist for me. I'm going to go out there and create it. You know, for me, it's, it's, it's coaching and working with people and sharing content. And for you, it's this amazing product line that you've developed. So yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, if you wouldn't mind, if you want to go there, I would love to talk more about your dark nights of the soul.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. So after, um, my daughter, who's a Now, after she was born, I went through something very different than what I had with my son. With my son, it was like, oh, I cried, um, and I felt emotional, and then after about two weeks, it went away, whereas with her, I didn't feel that at all for the first two weeks, and then this really heavy um, anxiety. It's actually very much more PPA than PPB. We didn't really have those terms back in my day when we were having babies, but um, <laughs> PPA has become more and more known as the term postpartum anxiety. I ah. wasn't, yeah, I wasn't down in a depressed sense. Although I truly believe anxiety and depression are this really lovely tango, right? Because you're so anxious that it's kind of depressing. Or yeah, they're two
1: sides know. of the same coin. Like wow. if you're on anxiety for a long time, that can, you know, if you're if you're in anxiety for a long time, it flips over to the burnout switch, which is depression.
0: Right, right, but I would say I was more specialized in anxiety, if you will. Oh. Uh, <laughs> more so than depression, but yeah, I could feel it coming on, and so it was just this irritability. It was um, obsessive thoughts. So I call. I actually ended up finding this kind of label, if you will. That, and I feel really mixed about labels. I'm going to be honest with you. If it's like for me, it just felt this sigh of relief of like I'm not alone, and yet I don't feel any benefit from staying stuck in the label. Instead, I say, oh, knowing this is what I'm going through, what do I need to do to uh, help my mind and body heal? But the mm. label was this pure O. So it's like OCD, but without the compulsion. It was just obsessive thoughts where I couldn't shake a thought. Like It was it was really uh, upsetting and stressful for me. Yeah. So um, it took me years and years. I mean, I ended up getting put on an antidepressant and ended up thinking I would probably have to always take it because every time I tried to get off of it, uh, I would be a terrible mother. I would be really irritable, really tired, really just a mess. And so I, Oh, that's, you know, being a good mom is too important to me. And I go back on the medicine, but it took me several years to go back and do a little bit of the, wait, what happened here? And I do believe a part of it is just this loneliness, the societal, um, thing where when you have babies, you just kind of end up being home alone with your babies. And then I always say to new moms or moms who are struggling, like, just be around people. I know you don't feel like it, but just there's something about that community that's so healing that's missing from our our way of life. But I also tracked it back to, uh, with my second child and not with my first, I was given a drip antibiotic during my delivery. Ah. Nobody told me I needed to restore that good bacteria. Nobody told me it could have caused any sort of anxiety or mood issues or depression. It was me doing the research years and years later and realizing, oh my gosh, that probably could have contributed to um, uh, this this awful bout of PPA that I was experiencing. Absolutely. uh, That was like years later though. It was really wild that it kind of took my own. Detective work, and I think that's been my biggest kind of takeaway: is to be your own advocate, not to rely on um, anyone outside of yourself for your final decision. You can get feedback, you can get ideas, but know that you are, you are the key. (laughs) You are the one uh, who who knows what's best for you. So, unfortunately, I didn't learn that lesson the first time around. So then I had another little issue. I like to say now more than ever that I am open to subtle cues from the, from the universe. Um, mm. because I think for the, for the last like wee bit, it really took some knocking over the head because, um, I do not have a thyroid gland and I will share with you quickly that story. Um, and it's not really a pretty one. And yet I know That I want to be better and not bitter. And so it's this really unique dance of being passionate and even a little upset, but not resentful because that's just not a good emotion to allow to be trapped in the body. Right. Totally. Totally. So I had some nodules on my thyroid and I went and had a biopsy because that's what my doctor insisted I do. And then a couple of days later, she called me, and I was standing in my kitchen, leaning against the oven. And I, I mean, I just will never forget it. And she said, "Hey, Sylvia, just want to let you know the results came back, um, and you have cancer." Oh my goodness! So I'm standing there, feeling this wave of of just the worst of anything I've ever experienced, and it was very much a panic attack. It was, a, it was a you know just this. Moment of stillness, of scary stillness, of feeling like you're dying, but knowing probably you're not. And it was just this awful feeling of, I want to be a, a you know, the mother to my children. That's really the, the thing I kept thinking is like, this can't happen to me. And anyway, I actually said to this doctor, I said, hey, does it say like call her and tell her she has cancer? Is it just like, because I know there's like, you know, malignant and benign and all this stuff. Is that really what it says? She said, oh no, it actually says you, um, it's a follicular neoplasm. And I'm like, can you spell that? And I'm writing this down in this state of shock. I'm writing this down so that I can Google it later. And, um, I did, I got off the phone and I Googled it and it was like, actually a follicular neoplasm. We can't really tell if it's a good guy or a bad guy. It's about a 10% chance that it's cancer. But I immediately tried to talk myself down, right, Holly, like, hey, yeah. it's 10%, it didn't matter what I did. It was like my system was in a state of shock. And it was really a dark night of the soul yet again. <laughs> a really oh my dark.
1: Goodness. Well, it would have um, been, been great if she could have, you know, called you up and explained this to you rather than like dropping the cancer bomb on you immediately. I mean, of course you went into that wave of panic like
0: Right, right. Oh so my goodness. I made yet another mistake. I didn't get a second opinion. I rushed into the surgery. It just freaked me out. I felt so vulnerable and like, Oh, I got to get this thing out of me. Well, I, you know, after I went home, I can't remember if it was that same night, the surgeon called, he was a very good surgeon. I actually got lucky because he, he does plastic surgery as well, apparently. Cause there's like no scar on my neck. But anyway, uh, he called me and said, great news, Sylvia. It wasn't cancer at all.
1: Uh, but this was after
0: you got it out. That's after I got it out. Oh, my heart just like dropped for you. (laughs) So here's the thing. At this point, I'm kind of getting a little irritated. (laughs) Yeah. I'm kind of getting a little irritated that I don't have this plan anymore, but I didn't even know the worst of it was yet to come. Now I say worst in air quotes and you can't see that, but what happened was I did my research and I had been researching it prior to the surgery for the weeks building up to it. And I had found that more people feel better when they take an NDT, a natural desiccated thyroid, rather than the synthetics like Synthroid. Right. I did the research. I continued to dig through groups. And everywhere I went, it's like, yep, I feel better on this. I feel better on this. But there's a catch. Doctors won't prescribe it. <sighs> Deep breath here. I'm like, wait, I just got my gland ripped out. And now you're telling me there's one type of medicine that works better than others. And you're telling me, and it's true True to a T, every single place I would go, they'd be oh no, we don't prescribe, we don't prescribe that. We don't prescribe that. We just do the the synthroid right or the um, generic version of it. And I'm like, why? People feel better on this. I mean, there are people that they have met well, but they're like, Oh, I have my thyroid out and I have been gaining weight and tired ever since. <laughs> I've never been myself. I mean, these people were not, you know, providing me with any sort of comfort or confidence. Um, I felt like a mourning for the loss of this, like. previous me, right? It was like, what if I never rebound from this? So it was total dark night of the soul. I mean, there were times where it was like, what if this is, you know, and just like the spiraling of the mind to just, to just imagine the worst case scenario. That's what anxiety does, right? It just keeps us trapped in the worst case scenario, thinking it's keeping us safe by providing us with all these horrible outcomes to imagine, but really it's not at all.
1: Keeping us right, right. Our- it just de- detracts from our presence and our quality of life because we're constantly stuck in the future, worrying about the worst thing that could happen. And right. I mean, yeah, I imagine that would absolutely cause symptoms of PTSD in you. I mean, that's just so much to go through. Hey, I'm gonna, you know, rip out one of your most vital glands mm-hmm. and then tell you, like, oops, no cancer. Like, mm-hmm. and
0: then uh, find out that the best medicine for it. Is something that you cannot easily find. Now, here's the good thing. I don't really need easy, Holly.
1: <laughs> I like that.
0: <laughs> I don't really need easy. Now, the only thing I will say is I do occasionally have this wave of like, I, I need to fight for these people because I pay a lot of money for my medicine. Because, first of all, my husband and I are both now self employed, which is very exciting because we're both working for Lifted. Um, so we've been having our own health insurance for a while now. So we kind of pay a weird way, but um, it's more expensive for sure to get the NDT. I personally like the way I feel on Nature Throid. A lot of people like armor. Mm -hmm. Um, Nature Throid is, is a little milder. I think it's perfect for me because I'm already wired to go. Um, So anyway, I do have this piece of me that's like, someday I might have to be an advocate for this, but right now I've, (laughs) I've got work to do here. And, and to be honest, someday I might even do something more fun again, like back to jewelry, because sometimes this stuff is just heavy and you know, it's, it's such a fun dance we do between how much value we want to give to the world and also, um, how much peace and presence we want to bring to our own life. So, um,
1: I I hear you on that. Um, you know, just like you being an advocate in the mental health space, sometimes you're just like, I just need like a whole week where I can just be silly and laugh and have fun. But at the same time, like the the space that we're both in, like, it's just so important. And like, I feel very driven to be an advocate
0: as as you do as well. So that right. balance is a tough one. It is. It is. And so real quick, I'll just share that I believe, I don't remember this, but I'm nearly certain that I would have been put on antibiotics after my thyroid surgery as well. Wouldn't that make sense? Like. I can't remember this stuff. It's all a blur. It's, but I'm thinking after surgery, you get put on antibiotics to make sure you don't get like, you know, an infection or something. So anyway, uh, yet again, I think that that was another time where it would have been really good to help support my body with probiotics, but still didn't know anything about it. And so, um, like I said, that's why my new mantra is I am open to subtle nudges from the universe to learn my lessons. I don't need To have my glands ripped out. I don't need any of these kind of big things. Thank you very much. I am now not so hard headed. (laughs) Um, And I'm willing to take my lessons the easy way. So it's a mantra I practice. I'm not really saying that um, I'm all the way there, but I would like to invite your listeners to be open to subtle cues.
1: (laughs) I love that. And that's such a big message that I share of anxiety, depression, any kind of mood symptom. It's, it doesn't mean that anything's wrong with you. It's just a compass pointing you in the right direction. And I've been talking about that more and more because similar to you, I got my booty kicked in this department. I've been through a few dark nights of the soul myself. And now when I have any kind of symptoms creep in, um, whether it's to do with my mood or physical symptoms, I tune in and I ask my body, I ask the universe, what are you trying to tell me so that I can catch those things before they turn into these giant bombs? Um, and you know, it took me getting my butt kicked a couple times to be able to listen to myself in that subtle way. But since you brought up this very, very juicy point, Sylvia, how do you tune into the subtle messages yourself? Like what are your practices to stay tuned in to the subtle messages?
0: So this is actually something I've been exploring lately because it's been noted for me that Doing meditative type practices are really good for me, and yet the idea of meditating 30 minutes or 20 minutes or even 10 minutes, and then you get up and go back to being a spazoid—that's me self-labeling. You know, just (laughs) high energy, go go go. It's it's like almost like the metaphor people say: well, if you you know you meditate, then you go flip people off in traffic. You know, then it's not really working or it's not really, that's not the idea is to be peaceful on the yoga mat, but then to go out and be, you know, an animal that's reacting to everything rather than breathing first and responding. So, um, for me, it's all about trying to incorporate my ways of being when I'm in my business, when I'm a mother, when I'm quickly tidying, I can feel a difference when I say, whoa, how am I being right now? It's it's not about just what you do. It's not about I'm going to take it very easy and sit down the whole night. Like that just doesn't come naturally to me. And so yes, I encourage myself to sit down occasionally, to lie down occasionally. Uh, but more than anything, it's asking myself how am I being in the world as I float through on these tasks as a mom, as a business owner. All of these things that there's always something for me to do or that I could do to move the needle forward. It's about who am I being as I do these things. That's the most important thing.
1: I love that. And, and I'm kind of wired the same way, you know, being similarly entrepreneurial and like ambitious, like, like you are, like I, yes, I like to do those deeper practices and I, I try to incorporate them as much as I can. But sometimes for me, it's just like, okay, I'm sitting on the couch doing emails. I'm going to take 30 seconds and just close my eyes and do some deep breathing. And that mm. makes all the difference.
0: Yeah, speaking of breathing, like I just recently—this is kind of embarrassing—but I realized <laughs> I'm a mouth breather, and that's not healthy or good. And I just was like, oh my gosh, I can't even because I—I feel like I have this a little bit of a natural congestion that I'm always kind of like hmm, doing my neti pot or whatever. And so I've been doing really intentional practices of closing my mouth and just breathing. And um, there's some stuff I've been reading lately about how it really helps to kind of help you feel less activated with your nervous system to take those nice deep breaths through your nose. So when I learn something new, I get really excited and want to share it with people. So close your mouth, people. I'm trying to, too. Um, I don't know if it's something, I don't know how popular or common the problem is, but I just thought, oh man, I bet there's a lot of people that are doing this and we need to spread the good word. Absolutely. Like we, the, the article I read said, we need to eat with our mouth and breathe with our nose. And I'm like, well, that's bossy, but I think it's true. So, well, and I've read about this uh, a little
1: bit from like an evolutionary perspective. Um, We wouldn't breathe with our mouths unless we were, uh, you know, running from a tiger or running through the Savannah, Mm -hmm. you know? So from an evolutionary perspective, when we are breathing through our mouths, our body recognizes that as like, oh, something bad must be happening to you. Mm -hmm.
0: Fight or Um, flight.
1: Yes. Totally. Fight or flight. And then have you seen this mouth tape, Sylvia? People are taping their mouth
0: shut while they sleep. I mean, this is like the, the article I read, they were talking about doing it, but they were like, this is not the right kind of tape because they woke up with like sticky patches on their face.
1: <laughs> See, I don't want that. And then like lint <laughs> will stick to it. And then you've got a fake mustache. <laughs> and
0: <laughs> Oh, shoot. That's funny. Maybe something to look into. Maybe I haven't next tried product.
1: it. I haven't tried it yet, but um, I have friends that have and they swear by it. Did you say maybe it's the next product? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I kid. I mean lifted mouth
0: tape. (laughs) Hey, don't laugh. I'm laughing. Sylvia. Yeah. It's a great idea.
1: It's a great idea. (laughs) Too funny. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for really sharing your story and what you've been through. And um, you know, can you can you talk just briefly about because I always On this show, I love to share the struggle. And then, like you being wildly optimistic about what's possible, I always love to share the breakthroughs as well so that people can have examples of what's possible. Sylvia, even with everything you've been through, can you talk briefly about where your health is at now? Like, do you still take medications? Um, You know, how is your energy? Like, how is your health doing in general, even being this amazing business owner that you are?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. So I, I kind of want to go back just a little bit to when I um, kind of had this realization that, oh my gosh, I actually think I'm a little backed up and oh my gosh, my microbiome might be a little out of whack. And how did I not know? There's this thing called the gut-brain connection and all of these feel-good neurotransmitters that we're all craving. Um, they're not actually like just something we can just stick into our brain. Like most of them are made in our gut. And um, about this time, okay, so now it actually gets really uh, tricky with the timelines of, of the coming off the medicine and then creating Lifted. I did write a blog post about the medication realization. I had read the book, A Mind of Your Own by Dr. Kelly Brogan. And somewhere in the book, it was hinted at that most people, most doctors uh, recommend patients go way too fast when they want to come off these medications. Yep. And I was like, oh, you know, that sounds interesting. And then I realized, uh, I tried like four or five times to come off of them because I was like, no, it's really dampening my creativity. And let me just tell you, my creativity is kind of my thing. And so for it to feel dampened, I felt a little ticked off. Like I was like, <sighs> you oh, and "I. He- and I have that, that in common.
1: Like, I was in, um, you know, I've always been a creative person. I was in, uh, you know, I worked in advertising agencies before I got into the whole nutrition and, you know, mental wellness game. And when I was on meds, my creativity was gone. And I was like, you can't take this from me. Like, this is who I am. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So very much I just, so.
1: I relate to that. I wanted to
0: just put that in there. Yeah. So I was like, so that's why I was stubbornly keep coming back, even though it was really ugly when I do it. And then finally I read this book and I was like, you were probably going way too slow. So I did what any proper druggie did does. And I bought a scale to weigh my medicine. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to weigh it. And then I'm going to very, 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 very gradually decrease it. Now I'm talking like scrape a little bit of the medicine off with my fingernail. That's how sensitive I was to decreasing my dosage of this antidepressant.
1: That's what I did too. I just, I had a little razor blade um, and I think you said, I think you may have misspoke. You said, I'm going way too slow, but what you meant was I was going way too fast, right? Yes. yes with the taper. Right. So I ended up doing the same thing with that you did because um, I was so sensitive to the tapering process. I, you know, talk about breaking bad in your kitchen, but I was literally using a razor blade and like scraping off the tiniest
0: little mm-hmm. bit.
1: So yes.
0: Yes, and at that, with that kind of pace, um, thank you for catching that, by the way, because that's the whole idea is that when I would decrease the dosage too quickly, and that was another lesson I had to keep learning. Um, I always say, I'm like Ricky Bobby, I like to go fast and (laughs) that doesn't work for weaning off medications. Now, some people are less sensitive to these changes, but I was just super sensitive. And so, um, thank you for highlighting that. I was definitely always going way too fast with my decreasing dosages. And then what I needed to do was go really slow. And I ended up, um, going so slow that I didn't even have any noticeable side effects. Like that's how slow I went, um, but it took me 13 months to do it.
1: Hey, it takes what it takes, you know, I, in retrospect, so even with my shaving of the pill with the razor blade, I still went a little too aggressive and had horrible side effects. So, I mean, 13 months, like Mm -hmm. to do that with no side effects than to, like you said, Ricky Bobby, your way through it. (laughs) Hey, that's, you know, in the grand scheme of life, 13 months isn't a long time. So. Right,
0: right. And just to be clear, I felt like there were way too many side effects for me and that's why I went to get off of it. Um, it's not like I'm saying, I think everyone should do that. It's more about just like weighing the pros and the cons. And for me, it was very much like there's way too many cons. Um, you know, this decreased like sexuality and decreased creativity. And I'm like, Hey, without those two, what are we doing here? Right. Exactly.
1: And (laughs) you and I, I think probably have similar stances. I'm all about informed consent, which is like, like you need to be aware of the options, the possibilities for yourself. You need to be made fully aware of the side effects and then you make your own personal choice from there based on what feels good for you. You know, A lot of people, they just learn a little bit about me and they think, oh, you must be anti-medication. You must be like a med shamer. And I'm like, no, I'm all about finding what works for you. And unfortunately, nobody ever gave me the option or told me what
0: ultimately ended up working for me. Right, and I have a vision. Holly, of doctors saying, well, I see you're kind of struggling. I'd love to start you on this mood boosting probiotic to start. Yeah. (laughs) And see how it works, if it could be any sort of gut issue. And there's something I've kind of been dancing with lately. And then I think I need to loop back to what happened when I came off the medicine and when I got the idea for lifted. So I'll do that. Yes, Um, please. I love
1: this (laughs) conversation. I'm having so much fun.
0: Yeah. So, um, so what was the first thing I was going to say? I have a vision. People are recommending vision. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Because essentially, I've been dancing with. Okay, I think a lot of our anxiety, and mood issues are in our gut, and then I think a lot of it is this trauma in the body that we are not recognizing. Totally. So then it's like I feel as this lifted message i need to share not just the gut stuff but the trauma stuff too and it'll work together and i always say it's not a magic pill but it's a momentum generator so if we can help you a little bit with your digestion and with those um the balancing of your microbiome which i do believe can help with mood stuff but it also just helps to generate the momentum for you to be able to do this other deep inner work uh, but it was also pointed out to me that if you think about it this way if we are um, not traumatized in our microbiome based on antibiotics, but instead, it's just truly trauma. It still makes it has an impact on how we're digesting food. So-
1: totally, because when you're in that fight or flight state, the 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 natural digestive state is called rest and digest. And when you are in fight or flight because of trauma, yes. uh, you were bullied in high school, you had sexual assault, you know, and and there's that big T and little T trauma, which we've talked about on the show before. But if your nervous system is constantly in fight or flight, if you're constantly hypervigilant waiting for that other shoe to drop, mm-hmm. it impacts your ability to digest food and to, you know,
0: have that lovely microbiome dance going on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I feel like more than ever, as I learn more about trauma and its impact on the body, I'm getting more and more excited about the products we offer because it's just that natural balanced support that can lead to other healing that, that people need. So that's one side note. Now the back note of going back to, I, like I said, somehow some way I could probably find the timeline But when people on shows are like, yeah. And then in January of 2016, this happened. and I'm like, what kind of animal are you that you remember all these dates like this? (laughs) Um, now on that note, sometimes trauma can, you know, block our memories a little bit. So I'm not denying that's not happening a little, but it's also just not my personality to have such a, you know, tight line of, of events. So, um, basically i had started to do this gut brain connection research and i realized there are specific strains and species of bacteria that have been tied in research through humans rats both with how they feel mentally when they have this good bacteria and i was like oh my gosh it just felt like i a light bulb went off like this is this is magic this is where it's at and i started to buy as many probiotics as I could find. I would buy as many single strain species I can find. I would buy combos. I was buying prebiotics. I was trying all these different things. Most, not because I was like, I'm going to, you know, make my own. It was because I was like, yeah, I'll just try, you know, I'll find one that works really good for me. And the combo I ended up liking was a junior brand. So it only had 3 billion CFU. And I was like, okay, if I take 10 of these, and then I had a sachet of prebiotic that I really liked. It was the prebiotic I had researched the most, which was the prebiotic GOS, which had the most research to also help with um, basically how the body handles stress, which is kind of what we're talking about here is that we're constantly under stress and then how we handle the stress. Some people seem to handle it fine. And some of us struggle a little bit more. And so it's like, hey, What if we all just got this boost to handle stress in a way that it didn't affect us so much? So I was taking this sachet of prebiotic. I was taking 10 of these junior probiotics. And I was like, wait, just a hot second. This is too much work. And I think I can do it better. So that was kind of the entrepreneurial light bulb of, you know, where the idea for Lifted got started. And I do like to share that up to this point, I was very much a solopreneur doing everything kind of on my own. But when I had this idea, I went to my husband who is, Very pragmatic. He's an engineer by trade. And so he he just brings to the table a whole another slew of skills that I don't. And I said, I think we could do something really big here if we work together on this. And so exciting. (laughs) Yeah, but here's the deal. He was like, I don't know. You know, he was like (laughs) Womp Womp. Yeah. He was (laughs) like, I don't know. And I said, okay, well, I don't need your full, like full buy-in. I just need your, like you to be on board with the fact that I'm about to spend some bucks. And then I just of- need your money, honey. <laughs> right. So we kind of did this dance of like, cause everything else up to then my businesses were very self-sustaining. I would reinvest what I made and then I'd grow it some. And it was, it was cool. It, you know, I always felt very passionate about having those side projects. But when I had this bigger idea, I said, I really feel like, and what was funny is he was not fully on board in the beginning. He was just like, okay, I, I can see where this could be cool. And then over the past two and a half years, the most beautiful transformation has happened, where he's seen more and more. Like he gets tears to his eyes when we read some of these reviews, and we we see these people that are just so grateful for the product that they've they've experienced so many benefits. And he himself has his own kind of journey of um, having put on antidepressants because he got nervous to talk in meetings. And then instead of kind of you know coping through that, it's like you you probably need this medicine. So um, he has his own story of not really wanting to be on that and having some side effects that weren't so pleasant. And, and now he very happily takes um, a variety of our lifted brain, uh, probiotics and he takes the mood boosting probiotic plus the SVO and he likes the blend. So he's a little more like, yeah, but I'm, I like to keep it simple. I just take the bifidus. So anyway, um, he and I are very, very different on, in so many ways, but his buy-in has been huge because he does just see things in a different way than I do. I'm very much the visionary and he's very much the detail guy. Uh, I'm the starter. He's the finisher. And all of that wouldn't have been created without that perfect blend of our two energies.
1: Oh, that's amazing. And and when you're in a partnership like that, you you want those different energies. You know, you're the visionary creative and he's the pragmatic engineer. That's just the perfect combination.
0: Yeah, it's been Sylvia. cool though. Like, he wasn't, like I said, I like to kind of clarify, like in the beginning, he wasn't on board and then he like he was just kind of dragging his feet and then he ended up being there's times where I'm like oh my gosh we can't get ungated on amazon that's been this whole that took a lot of effort and he was like no we've got this and there's times we kind of take turns being the the optimistic one and being the one that's like you know more pragmatic and so um, it's been really awesome so i just like to give him a shout out too oh that's perfect
1: i love that story i have to ask this is a totally random question and i don't want to spend a lot of
0: time here but do you know what your human design profile is I don't think I do. This sounds like something maybe my sister would have told me. Like, I think you're on this and this. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, but, uh, look it up and tell me later because I like I'm like I bet she's
1: this, but I, I I'm just curious. So go look up what your human design is. I'm a manifester with splenic. Oh, 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 yes,
0: yes, yes. I'm a man. I'm a manifesting generator. Oh, you've got the best of
1: both worlds. <laughs> you've got <laughs> the visionary manifester and also the sustainable energy to keep it going. So that sounds that cool. right. <laughs> oh, cool. Anyway, maybe I'll do another episode on human design yeah, someday. Yeah, you but, should. <laughs> but just a quick little, quick little side question there. Um, man, so many juicy topics. And and just really quick, you know, I know we've talked a little bit about the gut brain connection, but let's say that somebody's like super duper newbie to this. Um, you know, upwards of ninety percent of our neurotransmitters, transmitters, those quote unquote feel good mood chemicals that you know have been talked about for so long, upwards of 90% of those are actually made in the gut. And can you talk just a couple minutes for something somebody who might be super newbie to this, how do probiotics and the microbiome affect our mood?
0: Yeah. So I always like to say that when people first find their products, the mood boosting probiotic, the mood super strains, and what, are you, what is in hearing a lot of, can I take it with this antidepressant or this medicine? And Typically, we have to say, you know, talk to your doctor. We're not blah, blah, blah. Uh, But then we like to add in that it's not like these are any herbs, stimulants, even vitamins or minerals. These are strictly probiotic, good bacteria that our body already has some of and typically has plenty of that bad bacteria, which we continually are feeding with sugar and processed carbs. So um, it's all about getting the microbiome back into balance because that's the whole premise. Like I said, when I was having that dark night of the soul of saying, this can't be natural. This can't be my natural state. And that's essentially what we're working to do with these probiotics is just get your body back into its natural state of being able to um, have a moment of stress, but then to rebound back. And and how your body handles that has a lot to do with how balanced your microbiome is. It's not necessarily what we eat, it's what we digest. And Uh. I say (laughs) that all the time (laughs) Well, and everyone wants to talk about what we're eating and what goes in, but I'm over here saying, Hey, sweetie, what's coming out? Okay. (laughs) Because that's really important. And here I am living the dream talking about people's poops, but it's really important. It gives us so much feedback on what's going on. And if you would just kind of learn to start paying more attention to those bowel movements, it really can be telling about what your body's telling you what you need more of. So hopefully that's Amen. Kind of- that's <laughs>
1: what I do about, that's a lot of what I do in my nutrition practice. And I I feel like maybe not every episode that I've done so far on this podcast, but most episodes I've managed to incorporate a poop joke. So I'm <laughs> so glad you slipped that in there. Well, I've, got, I've got a little poop emoji on my desk. Um, <laughs> I'm basically a poop coach, essentially. <laughs> it's one of the things Oil's I do. Forever. Totally, totally. And and Sylvia, I've taken your probiotics for a long time, and I love your probiotics. And I happen to be, you know, I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, which means I'm a total supplement snob. And before I discovered your brand, I was really only using, for myself and for my clients, I was really only using two well-known brands um, that typically retail between 50 and $80 because the results with those probiotics were unparalleled. Um, so that $50 to $80 range, which is really pricey for a bottle of probiotics. And now most of your probiotics typically range between about 20 and $30. And my experience with your product is that they provide similar quality and similar benefits to the well-known therapeutic brands. And how are you able to provide such a high quality product with this reasonable price tag?
0: So we could very easily charge what those other people charge. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the whole idea is that, uh, we could, but it's so important to me that, that people have access to these. And and I'll tell you, people still write me and say, I'd love to try to take them more often, but they're just too expensive. It's <laughs> so all relative. All, exactly. And so for me, I had to make a price point that we could run a business on because nobody benefits from me. Um, going out of business when they're now loving our probiotics and not able to get them, right? That's really important that I stay business savvy here and that I continue to make money because if I don't, the business doesn't stay up. And so I've done this dance. I know you're asking me why I'm cheaper, not more expensive, but you know, or Wait, did I say that backwards? You know what I'm trying to say. But yeah, yeah. essentially we're just trying to find this happy price point of being able to serve customers. And um essentially, I guess what I'm saying is those other companies that are charging more, um, they very likely are making a bigger spread, but maybe not able to help as many people. Um, it's to me really about um finding that happy dance between being able to create a profit, being able to help customers who are at a variety of income levels. And um, I mean, there's definitely been people that have recommended we raise our prices because we're devaluing it or something like that. But I'm just so passionate about it being accessible to uh, the people who really need it. And so, um, you know, other bigger companies often have really, really big um, like marketing budgets or people they're paying or overhead. And what's really great about our current model is simply that we have an amazing manufacturer that has a team of scientists and lab people and I get to run all of my ideas by them, but there's just not a lot of middlemen at all. It's just a very tight ship of an online business and we are able to create profit and we are able to create an impact and I feel like that's the most beautiful thing I can do.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. So you operate your business with really lean principles so you don't have this giant you know overhead of marketing and, and all of that stuff. And, and what you're saying is the affordability really comes down to markup. So a lot of these you know bigger companies who are making these amazing probiotics that are similar to yours and yours are similar to them, they're choosing to mark up the profit margin higher. But they also have these big marketing budgets. You're running a leaner ship because you also have that advocate's heart.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, very much. Thank you. Good summary. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's um, you know, back in my days of working in advertising, I also um, you know, worked in house for a couple of major corporations. I was a I was a writer at those corporations, but I got to see how. I got to see how retail works and how the business model of retail and consumer packaged goods works and the cost of something for the manufacturer is so, so different than what they sell it for. And there's a lot of wiggle room in those markups. So I love that you're finding this sweet spot between how can I have an amazing business for my family that sustains me and, and gives me everything I need to serve the world, but simultaneously, how can I serve the world through my mission too? Yes. I love it. I love it. Thank you. And going back to the pricing, you know, you said some people are like, well, I can't afford $20 or $30. And this is a a conversation that I have with people a lot too, you know, being a supplement snob, knowing how supplements work, knowing that quality matters. Whenever I kind of warn people about buying inexpensive or generic probiotics, you know, sometimes they're skeptical, like, well, a supplement is a supplement, right? Isn't this stuff all the same? What's the difference between a five-dollar probiotic you'd get at the grocery store and a clinical grade probiotic, you know? So Mm -hmm. what are the considerations that we need to make when selecting a probiotic and why does quality matter?
0: Okay, so for me, the five dollar ones and even the eighty dollar ones sometimes tick me off because are other ingredients, they've got like five to 10 extra things in there that our bodies don't need and don't know what to do with. So the totally. first thing I say is not just about price, but it's about quality of ingredients. So turn that bottle around, look on the back, check out what it says when it's lists other ingredients. And for ours, you will find one thing, vegetable cellulose capsule. That's really important to me because I don't want those other added ingredients. It's just, you never know what you might be sensitive to. So for me, that's a really big thing. Beyond that, um, supplements are something that I always say, be very cautious and the better you know the brand, the better you should feel about taking it. Like the integrity of the brand that says, hey, we have have your best interest in mind versus just taking something willy nilly off the shelf. Uh, For instance, all of our probiotics are made and sourced in the United States. So that's really important to me is knowing that like, for instance, if you buy a thing of apple juice, it'll say on the back product from China. And I'm saying, wait a second, we're drinking apple juice from China. This can't be good. So yeah,
1: what's the point? (laughs) Like we have lots of apples in this country. Why do we need them from China?
0: (laughs) I thought so. I thought I saw apples out there, but yeah, it's, it's really, um, those are things that are really important to me. is just looking at those other ingredients and, uh, you know, getting to know the brand a little bit better. And we invite you to do that with us. Um, and then the other thing that's really important that you didn't really ask, but I'd love to weave in right here is just that everyone, not everyone, lots of people think the more strains and species, the better, but if you err on the side of sensitive at all, that's not actually true. And if you found yourself having trouble with, um, when you eat yogurt or kimchi or kefir or any of those, kumbacha. I have a fun time saying that last word because it's a silly word. Um, <laughs> is it kombucha find, or
1: kumba What did you say? How you, did you pronounce you, it?
0: You say it right. I just, every time I butcher it and it's really something I should get nailed down with this whole industry I'm in. <laughs> say it again, say it the right way. So I say kombucha. What do you say? Which is right kumbacha. (laughs) Kumbacha. I say kombucha,
1: you say kombucha. It's tomato, tomato. But yours is right. That's the problem. But yours is adorable. So (laughs) I think you you should keep saying it that way.
0: (laughs) Oh, shoot. Okay. So if you find yourself feeling a little itchy, sluggish, headache, any of those things when you have fermented foods, which that's another question. Hey, do I have to even take a probiotic? This is a joke. If I should have to take this. No, you don't. If you eat probiotic rich foods, you do not need to take a supplement. You're welcome. But Not everybody loves probiotic-rich foods, and so having that supplement on standby is really handy. Additionally, it's about those specific strains and species that we've included. Each one is targeted to help with mood in some capacity. And so for us, our first product was this mood-boosting probiotic, nine different strains and species. It has both bifidobacterium and lactobacillus, and a lot of people love it. And yet... We immediately got feedback, I love a mood probiotic that doesn't have lactobacillus because I have histamine sensitivities and basically I have all sorts of troubles when I take any sort of lactobacillus. And so from there, we came out with a couple of different um, histamine-free formulas for more sensitive people with specific strains that are less likely to create that response. And so I just always like to bring that up too, that when you're buying some random product that you don't know exactly um, it what... These strains and species do, whereas we try our best to really highlight hey, this is a histamine free formula. You might know that you need one if you have a lot of allergy issues or have a lot of sensitivities to things that you don't even know why. So um, that's another kind of important note that I like to bring up.
1: Yeah, and I love that you guys um, added that to your product lineup because I have quite a few clients, um, and you know, it's very common for people to have histamine sensitivities. And when you start to look into Healing diets and healing your gut and the food mood connection and all that—it's really easy to think, okay, I need to drink all the bone broth. I need to eat all of the sauerkraut. And <laughs> bone broth and sauerkraut are both very, very high in histamines. So the the fact that you offer a probiotic that um, is specifically for people with histamine sensitivities helps mm-hmm. them on their gut healing journey without all of those terrible side effects that come from you know the itchiness and all of that that can come from histamine sensitivities so if you are drinking all the brown broth and eating all the sauerkraut and drinking all of the kombucha
0: and you don't <laughs> feel well
1: kombucha and you don't feel well you might want to look into histamine sensitivities
0: yeah exactly so yeah that's something that i mean as we've gone along it's been That's the other thing I love about our company is that we listen to our customers and, and create based on that need. And we're very, we can be very, um, fluid with our moves. It's like, oh my gosh, I keep getting this feedback. I think it's, I think it's a surefire sign that we need this product and we're able to create it. So I I love that. Best case life. I told you I like that
1: <laughs> totally, totally. And that's the best I mean, that's the best way to be in business is to listen to what people want
0: um, and mm-hmm. provide a solution for that. Um, oh, real and, quick, can we loop back? You said, How is my health now? And I think it's kind of oh, important. Oh, yeah. I'd love to share a couple of things. Yeah. I do feel better than I've ever felt, even without a thyroid. So there's that. Um, I occasionally have waves of anxiety based around my children. And that is, I think, pretty normal. I don't consider myself to be broken. I just think I'm very sensitive and human. So it's what I make it mean. Uh, thankfully no panic attacks for a long, long time. I really do feel like since I've balanced my gut, that has not been an issue. Um, So I can very proudly say no more panic attacks, some occasional waves of anxiety, like if my kids get sick because of my health-related medical trauma. um, That is an area I'm easily triggered, but I feel like I'm balancing back a little quicker um, as I continue to do the work. And I have these tools in my um, tool belt. I love Dr. Joe for his uh, teaching on meditation. I've really done a lot of healing through that. And um, the breath work and obviously have it feel like i have the probiotics in my arsenal it's kind of feeling equipped handle these things that, that life brings our way. So that's Uh, the update.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what kind of rabbit hole or tangent that we got off on to, (laughs) to, to detour us from that question, but thank you for remembering that and bringing it full circle. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like we could probably talk all day and do like 300 (laughs) different rabbit holes and (laughs) probably, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, speaking of, you know, I'm also a big Dr. Joe Dispenza fan and all these tools that you talk about Um, another thing that I love about you and I'm hella jealous is that you actually trained with Brooke Castillo over at the life coach school. You did her coach training several years ago. Isn't that right?
0: Yes. And what was so fascinating is that actually was a big part of me like starting to think I actually argue with my instructor. I'm like, I don't believe that it's just thoughts. It's like there has to be something, there's energy or something behind it. And it's like, Oh, that's great feelings. And so like, I found myself very much like at this perplexion of complexity of like, how come sometimes I can think positive and sometimes I can't. And it was like, I honestly feel like it was those really hard questions that pushed me into this idea of we are very complex creatures with digestive systems and with toxins in our environment. And, and I really do believe that the, um, the body's ability to process emotion and all of that energy behind it is just as much a piece of the puzzle as thoughts, feelings, actions, results. And so, um, that actually is what pushed me into like, no, sometimes I can be really positive and sometimes it's harder to think positive and, and to believe positive and all of that, that I would always share. And so that kind of frustration with what is it, is it, you know, this or that it's like, well, it's both. It's Okay. Um, and the more we can help our body along on this physical journey, the more we can connect with this infinite mind and all of these beautiful things. So, uh,
1: and I, I think when when I discovered you a few years ago, you know your product line, but also you, you know, you and I can have been connected on a personal level for a while. I was like, oh my gosh, here's somebody that's that's equally obsessed with the physiology, the gut brain connection, and she's doing this this uh, like thought work that Brooke Castillo teaches of like, you know teaching yourself how to be mindful of your thoughts and and how to intentionally think more positively. But, you know, sometimes my, my opinion is, um, mm-hmm. and if, if, if the listeners don't know who Brooke Castillo is, she, um, she has a podcast called the life coach
0: school. I'm basically obsessed with her and I talk mm-hmm. about her all the time. Um, but you know, what's funny, Holly real quick. Um, yeah. so when I went through the training, I actually had one of her, um, coaches that did my training. So it was an online training. Um, and what's funny is I listen to Brooke and I, I, I really appreciate her insights, but every once in a while, I feel like we're a little too similar. I'm like, don't tell me what to do, Brooke. And it's funny because I don't <laughs> totally. think Brooke would like if I told her what to do, just to be honest. Totally. Totally. <laughs> but I have so much respect because so much of being able to handle um, what happened, I, I have so much respect and so much appreciation for what I've learned from her. That being said, of course. So, all right. Yeah. Back here. Sorry. No, <laughs> no, no, that's
1: okay. And, and I, um, it's funny. Uh, I know somebody else who went through her training too. And, you know, I think people who are drawn to her work are typically kind of headstrong. And, um, and, and so it can be like, I butt it like, damn it, Brooke, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Brooke would, Brooke would laugh if she heard any of this ever. So, um, but it's that idea, you know, the deeper that I got into my work. So for me, For me i was in therapy for years and i was trying to bolster my mental wellness simply with medication and then you know talking through my feelings and therapy and i was not getting better and it wasn't until i incorporated the physiological body-based piece of eating well for my mental health being mindful of probiotics and probiotics rich foods and all of these physical practices it wasn't until I incorporated the physical practices that I was able to gain a baseline stabilization to even do this mental emotional thought work. And it sounds like it was kind of similar for you. Like you really needed
0: both too. Absolutely. And I think that that's, I, I couldn't get into the coaching fully from where I was coming at it because I just kept feeling like I wasn't, it wasn't my truth. And now when I share things on Lifted, it is, it's my truth. And I think that's part of why it's been so successful is because I come at it with this like, no, it's not just the gut, but the gut's really important. It's not just your the mindset or the way of being, but that's really important. And so I'm able to weave in all the things that I think really can make an impact. And that's why it's, I think, going so well.
1: <laughs> mm, totally. Because it is your truth. And I love that as a probiotic company, you know, you're not just out there talking about the science and, and strains and species. I mean, if, if you look at your messaging, You're very much about, yes, there's these probiotics, but you also, um, you know, you do little seminars and I think you have a Facebook group and you have an email newsletter where you're teaching, you're also teaching people these mental practices of how to feel better.
0: Mhm yes it's a huge i mean belief is a huge component and so there are even people who will call us out and say i think it's just placebo i'm like hey isn't placebo pretty wonderful because let's think about it the body's creating an expectation for a result you don't have harsh chemicals going in there to do it it's just natural probiotics so you're creating the expectation which creates the healing um i'm all aboard now i do think there's more going on than just placebo but i think placebo has a bad gets a bad rap and i love placebo just saying
1: I am a huge fan of the placebo effect and this this ties into back into the work of you know dr. Joe and other people mm-hmm. who teach this kind of stuff and um, if you are existing in the energy of the thought that like I'm getting better or I'm already better versus the energy of the thought of I'm never gonna get better it goes back to the, the uh, whole thoughts create feelings create actions create results mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. can hold space for that hope of like, this probiotics really going to work for me. This, this class that I signed up for, I'm so hopeful you're going to be more motivated to take care of yourself and, and you're going to end up feeling better anyway. So the, the quote unquote placebo effect is Mm -hmm. like, I feel like the majority of the work that I do with people and, and it, it, it gets such a bad rap, but it's frankly, it's magic. And if it makes you feel better, who cares?
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. No, I do. I, I totally love it. And I agree. Magic is about the best word for it of what is going on on an energetic level when we believe something. Mm -hmm.
1: And the language that we have for it now is the placebo effect. And, you know, it gets kind of this, um, negative connotation of like, oh, it's just the placebo effect. And it's like, well, it had an effect.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. It's kind of like the nocebo effect. It's like when the doctor called me and told me I had cancer, like my brain went to the worst possible thing. It There was no comfort. There was no, you know, positivity infused of like, oh no, it's not, you know, it, it, it's what we create based on that, that belief. And so, yeah, I, I do believe really heavily in that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and I feel like over time, I hope that our language around, you know, our language and our understanding of the placebo effect evolves so that it's not like this stupid little thing, like, oh, it's just the placebo effect. But like actually this is how you heal.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> well, Sylvia, I could talk to you all day long. Um, but for for the sake of people who might be listening to this on their commute, have have busy lives that they need to get to. Um we'll we'll end it here for now, but I've got to know where can we find you? Where can we connect with you? How can we get a hold of your probiotic? Anything you want to share on that realm.
0: Sure. So we do sell directly from our website, liftednaturals.com. If you click on shop, you can go to the US-based store or if you are international, that's about the only place you can get it is from our website um, in the international forum. Otherwise, if you're an Amazon Prime junkie, I lovingly invite you to go over there because who doesn't love that prime shipping? Um, everyone asks like, well, don't you get more money if we buy directly from you? I'm like, yeah, but it costs you more money because I have to charge you for shipping. Sorry about that. So I totally get it. If you want to use Amazon, however, if you don't love Amazon, now there's some people that are like, I can't stand Amazon. Well, then we lovingly invite you to come shop with us directly at our website. Um, additionally, we do hang out quite a bit on Facebook and Instagram. We have a private Facebook group that you mentioned. Um, and yeah, there is a podcast. The Lifted Life podcast is myself and Mr. Lifted talking about all things, spiritual, emotional, mental health. And we definitely try to bring it each week with some vulnerability of what we've been going through and our perspective on things, which is typically a little different from one another. So it keeps things interesting.
1: Nice, nice. And if somebody wants to shop over at the website, um, Sylvie and I are, you know, we've created a discount code for you. If you want to go shop over at the website, can you share what that discount code is?
0: Uh, what did I, Holly Ten? I think is what we came up Holly with. Holly Ten. <laughs> and then there's a link um, that I don't know if you can put that in the show notes or we can share it somewhere on social media where it um, directly applies that 10% off. So that is one way that you can shop with us.
1: Nice. So. We'll do both. We'll put that we'll put that code and that link in the show notes. I'll put it I'll put it all over social media so if you want to get a hold of Sylvia's great probiotics, you can use that discount code or head over to Prime if if you're a Prime junkie. Um yeah. Got it. Got to love the Amazon prime. I'm, I'm a shameless prime junkie. I'm like, I know that you just make it too easy. And, and you're hooked up with whole foods now. It's like, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm in
0: the boiling pot. So (laughs) (laughs) I know it's funny.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you so much,
0: Sylvia. Really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you, Holly. I really love your show. I want to lovingly invite everyone to go leave you a rating and review because those help a ton. And you know, you want to help Holly and I'm going to go do it right now too. Cause I haven't done it yet either. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yes, I don't even have to plug my own show. You're plugging it no. for me. <laughs> I do these things. I think that's how my brain works. In fact, I was going to do it for the show and be like, Hey, I guess guess I just did, but things got busy. My kids don't even go to school on Friday because they go to this Woodland school. And anyways. Um, It's going to happen. I'm going to write the reading review. You should too, lovely listeners. And thank you again for your time, Holly. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Sylvia. Bye.
1: That's it for this week's episode. Head over to MindSpeakPodcast.com to grab the show notes to get all the links to all the things that we talked about. Be sure to go to Sylvia's site, LiftedNaturals.com, and remember that you can use code holly tin at checkout for that sweet sweet discount but if you want to buy it on amazon and use your prime discount i totally don't blame you because i'm a prime junkie myself amazon basically controls my whole life now i get free shipping they also get me at whole foods they have infiltrated my entire life i'm basically in the matrix and i'm not even fighting it anymore it's kind of sad (laughs) and if you happen to be listening to listening to this episode Before December 28th, I'm doing a giveaway on my page over on Instagram. A giant haul of all things lifted. Mega, mega, mega probiotic giveaway blast. I am recording this on the morning, this outro on the morning of December 23rd. My brain is not working. If you want that giant haul of probies, head over to at Holly Fisher Higgins on Instagram. Enter to win. And I'm going to send you all the luck and the good vibes. But if you don't win, go get some of Sylvia's products. And if you wouldn't mind leaving a rating and review for MindSpeak, as Sylvia mentioned, I would greatly appreciate it. it means the world to me. It helps my little podcast spread its wings and get out there in the world. Happy holidays to you. And until next time, go believe in you. I do.